Our longtime listeners know that our number one priority when it comes to this podcast is to be in full creative control. So we've avoided joining podcast networks and hiring managers to maintain that freedom. But what we didn't realize was just how difficult it would be to find sponsorship opportunities on our own that felt genuine and relevant. That is why Podcorn is the best place for independent podcasters who want to connect with brands. What we love about Podcorn is that we no longer have to sit and wait for sponsorship opportunities to come to us. We can browse their list of campaigns to find brands that we think our audience will enjoy, and we can sign up proposals ourselves. And once we found a brand we meshed with, the online workroom made communicating with the brand easy and efficient. You get to set your own rates, and you aren't tied down with exclusivity, which keeps you as the creator in control. And if you're sitting there thinking, I'm a small podcaster, this doesn't apply to me, think again. Podcasters of all sizes can sign up for Podcorn, and since you submit your own proposals, the power is in your hands. Podcasters are given transparency and creative freedom of when and how we monetize. Click the link in our show notes to sign up for Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities. Thanks, Podcorn, for sponsoring today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Today we have a special guest with us. Hello. <laughs> we it's have Maggie. Maggie on. She's back. This is her third episode. Can you believe it? Do you know you've been on here two other times? Yes, I did. I listened to them not that long ago, actually. Oh, really? So you could, I was going to have like quiz you and say, which ones are you on? So which ones were you on? Um, mental health and growing up on YouTube. Is that Good what job. You Something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it was that. Um, so this week's episode is going to be kind of a mishmash of a ton of different episode ideas we normally do, because when we asked you guys what you wanted to see, a lot of you guys were like, oh, we want to know, like, critique on some Reddit stuff. We want to, like, know what it's like to own a business. And so we're like, let's just do it all. Yeah, so we have four different segments. Um, first I thought we would start off, well, first we're going to start off with our weekly spotlights, but then after that, I thought it'd be fun. People wanted to hear about some childhood memories that we have and just any stories. So I have a list of things going, but if we start thinking of anything else, then feel free to just go off on whatever tangent you want. So, um, Maggie, since you're our guest, would you like to say what your weekly spotlight is first? Sure. My weekly spotlight was that yesterday it was not negative million degrees and it was actually warm out. And I went for a walk and I live in like college apartments so I live where there's a lot of apartments around and I woke up to people just blaring music on their balconies hanging out and I was just like let's open our windows and (laughs) it's just a nice day and I was just happy it was a nice day yeah it's actually been getting sunny and the fact that it's not negative has been also very nice so you know what's funny is that was also my weekly spotlight was just the fact that it was like getting nice out (laughs) I feel like because Megan and I yesterday Megan's been really just like, we need to do something this weekend, even if it's just the smallest thing. And I feel like it's funny because normally when we have, like, we need to do something this weekend, it ends up being the same thing, which typically just ends up being, like, driving to some random, like, park place. There's not a lot to do when it is, like, this part of the year. And especially, like, the fact that, like, there's a pandemic going on, like, there's literally nothing to do. So, yeah, it's been hard. Because you can't go inside anywhere and it's cold, so you're just stuck at home. Yeah. yeah. So we went to Tiffin, which is like a half hour away from here, to like a state park area, walked around for like sat on a bench. The it sun was nice okay, yeah. The sun when it was like we were sitting on the bench and like the lake was frozen, which I didn't think it was gonna be frozen. I thought it warmed up enough where like that wasn't going to be the case. 
but it was like we were sitting on the bench and like the sun was not only out but it was like warm on your skin so like me and Sierra were wearing winter coats but I was kind of like if you close your eyes and like forget the fact that you're wearing a winter coat like you could almost think you're like sitting in like 60 degree weather right now maybe on a beach who knows you know close to a beach it just wasn't next to an ocean I was like twisting my ankle so much every time we were walking though because there was snow and it was just like my foot would like sink five inches and then it would sink like a foot and then it'd be like two inches so my weekly yeah. spotlight is gonna be that the hawks just won their basketball game perfect um Gross. they had much going on <laughs> they actually won because i was doing basketball today <laughs> terrible we're terrible <laughs> um one of the announcers actually like during halftime accidentally said iowa state instead of iowa he oh, corrected himself though awkward. yeah um, okay. hold on, pause. Maggie, I have a question for you. This is, like, not pause a podcast, like, pause what we're talking about right now. But, now you're about to go grocery shopping. What do you make for dinner? Um, nothing. <laughs> Mac and cheese. Um, <laughs> quesadillas. Oh, tonight I'm making shrimp, though. So that's kind of, like, okay. a big step. Just shrimp but it, it's like shrimp already, with something. It's, like, already cooked, so I just dip it in butter. Because oh. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but I make pasta a lot. That's what we do, too, because that's, like, I feel like that's the only thing I can make. Yeah. And even then I screw it up. Yeah. And it, like, reheats yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I don't good. ever know what. I don't ever know what to make. <sighs> I, don't I like kind of shopping. just, like, eat the same things over and over again. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I guess we can uh, get started with... Whatever the first segment is. So okay, so we're going Megan. to get into childhood memories. I thought that we would take it all the way back to one of my earliest memories of all of us together, and that is going to Maggie's house and playing with Barbies. I do not. I do not remember this, to be honest. <laughs> what? <laughs> Should you we preface so that we're cousins? Sure. Uh, to everyone that doesn't know, <laughs> um, which I feel like most people probably do, but Maggie is our cousin, and we have a YouTube channel together. It's and called TC2. Known each other our whole lives. Yeah, we're pretty yeah. close in age. We're nine months apart, I think. Sounds yeah. Right to so me. Megan and Sierra have known me since I was one day old. Yes. One but, second old. <laughs> and I'm kind of offended that you don't remember this because I have such a strong memory of like, like you had so many different barbies like i know we did too but i imagine this being at your house unless well, i'm no because that up. you guys i remember playing at your house and we'd pull the barbies out of the closet in your basement but then when you guys got didn't like them anymore um you gave them all to me oh. so then i had like giant loads we didn't like, like them anymore but then we went so over much. to your house and just like played with them anyways probably i remember like i have a distinct memory of your fireplace being like where yeah. we play the barbies at so it's like your fireplace would be like oh like this is the upstairs oh yeah ring a bell now <laughs> I, yes i remember that and then also going along with that you had the sierra thinks they're called connects is that correct those like mm. link stuff that you you did like, i built the roller coaster project. after them yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they're called connects or something like that, yeah. But, like, I never saw those anywhere else. I'm sure they're not, like, I'm sure they're pretty popular, but I just was, like, that is such a strong thing that I associate with, like, your house, and, like, we would try and, like, say, how far can we, like, get these to go, and, like, they're just things that, like, you snap together and build stuff with. It's, like, Legos, but different. They're awesome. I would always play with those. That was, like, my favorite thing to do when I was little. 
Maggie, you could talk about how uh, you and your dad had quite the quarantine project with that. Oh, yeah. So over quarantine, when it was like the start of quarantine, we weren't leaving our house like literally at all. Um, we I was like, Dad, let's build something out of this. And we got it out. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, there's this like blueprint in here to make this like giant roller coaster slash contraption thing. And my so dad's an engineer. So he, well, I remember I knew it was in there, but like I didn't know it was like actually like full instructions on how to build it I never had looked at it honestly my dad's an engineer so he loves to do stuff like that and so he's like all right let's start building it it literally took us like a month I think because we (laughs) realized we didn't have enough pieces of some things we had to order pieces it was a lot but we got it and then it like every thing has to be in the perfect place for the ball not to fall out of it so it literally took so many tries to get it but we got it and my dad didn't let us take it down for like two months keep it Oh, I was going to say, like, how long did you keep it up before you had the heart to take it down? I'd be so upset. A long be, like, time. We just spent so much time building that. Yeah, it was quite it's a like while. A and my together. dad was like, my dad was like, let's build another one. So maybe we'll build another one sometime. You have to wait for a quarantine part two, which we hope doesn't oh, happen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, um, I hope not. I think that when I think of going to your house when we were younger, like, I just remember, I know we've talked about this kind of before, like, when we were doing our growing up on YouTube thing, how we would always go to your house and, like, make videos and stuff, but, like, truly, that is, like, what we always did, especially, we might have also mentioned this, but, like, our Barbie Girl, like, video that we made. Oh, yeah. I don't, I didn't think that would become such, like, a, like, core memory of mine, but, like, I just, like, so easily, like, that pops into my head when I think of, like, making videos when we were younger. Yeah, that video, and also doing Kids Night Out. Oh, oh my god, Maggie, my god. I literally forgot about that. Oh my goodness. Oh. That was, like, that I for- just unlocked a memory that I forgot I had. I forgot about it until I saw something on, I think it was, like, I don't even know, but it was online. Someone said, like, Kids Night Out, like, I don't know, it was, like, a promotional thing, and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you have to describe that for the audience now. <laughs> so I live in a cul-de-sac, and my cul-de-sac, we were, like, the people in my cul-de-sac were, like, all close to our age. I was, like, right in the middle, so I was, like, like, everyone was friends, and Megan and Sierra would come over a lot because we lived close to each other, so we started doing this thing called Kids Night Out, where all, we would invite the neighbors. We'd literally, we like, did. I'm pretty sure we would, like, make invitations and, like, give them to them. We did. We'd be, like, Kids yeah. Night Out, um, come, there will be prizes, and we'd, like, find stuff around my house and be, like, let's put this in this box, and then they can get a prize if they come. And we do, like, Sing Star and, like, I don't even know what, but we were weird. It we were weird. kids, and we were just like, oh, like, kids night out. That's so funny. Or, like, I think it's weird because I can remember, like, doing all of the setup and preparation stuff, but, like, I don't have any memory that's coming to me of, like, the actual kids night out. I feel like one person came, like, every time. <laughs> I'm, like, I wonder, because we did that so often, now that you, like, actually brought that up, I wonder if your neighbors were just, like, stop, like, we're not coming to this. They're, <laughs> <laughs> like... I literally don't care. That is funny. Weird. Okay, wow. I forgot about that. I feel like going back to what Sierra was saying with, like, the video making stuff, I feel like it was because you guys had, like, a Mac computer, and at our mom's house, like, we didn't have that. It was PCs and not good video quality, and, like, MacBooks, it was just, like, they had photo booth, and so that was, like, the most fun thing that you could possibly do on a computer, and so, like... Just like how everyone used to go to, like, the Apple store and, like, mess around with the photo booth because that was worth your time. <laughs> I'd go to Maggie's house. We would go to Maggie's <laughs> house and just 
we would like play songs and then just like hit record, use a bunch of the effects and make a video. Yeah, that was fun. Simple times. Mm-hmm. Much simpler <laughs> I've, times. I have one more memory that I automatically think of. This is like my one memory I always think of when someone's like, What's like a memory of you? I know what it's going to be. What is it? Tell me. Deer chasing. The deer? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is like ingrained in my memory. So it was like five perfect. minutes and it's just like stuck with us ever since. <laughs> Moral of the story, like six deer literally chased me, Megan, and Sierra home. Well, it's because the weird thing is is we decided to take Maggie's dog on a walk and we never like we didn't take your dog on walks. We just decided Yeah, Toby to doesn't do that. go on walks. And so no, he we does, like, yeah, but he didn't take him on a walk. And so we are just like leaving her cul-de-sac and then we're in like it's in the middle of a neighborhood like maggie does not live in the middle of nowhere not to say deer aren't just in iowa walking around but you know but there's like a little pathway which has like some woods which isn't a lot but they came out of there and so we turn the corner we see down the street and just it felt like a stampede although it was only six Uh. deer but like that's what it seemed like in our like little brains (laughs) it was just like we were running like we were running for our lives is what it felt like we were screaming and i remember like my dad was outside doing yard work and like a few of the neighbors were outside and literally i let go of toby's leash and he was just running along with us (laughs) i remember this so perfectly and they all the deer like split up when they got to my cul-de-sac and like ran different ways and we literally were just like we almost died like what would, would they have, like, ran into us? I really want to know. I don't think they would. You know what's funny is I remember how much we credited Toby. We were like, Toby saved our lives. Because he, <laughs> he, I forgot that because he, like, stopped and was, like, sniffing the grass for, like, a while. Multiple minutes. Yeah. So we were like, if Literally. he would have stopped to sniff the grass, then they would have been, like, we'd been a lot closer. Uh, I remember that so perfectly. We are like, Toby saved us. Like, thank you, Toby. <laughs> Okay, I have a couple more memories. This next one, I want to see if you, like, know what I'm talking about. The Castle Park story. Wait, where we tried to build a house or something? Yeah, and we just, like... It and we found a paintball? We literally found a paintball, and we were like, we're going to paint the trees with this. Like, let's burst open. And we could not burst the paintball open. <laughs> Do you remember how it ended, though? No, did, some, did someone's shoe get stuck or something? Yeah. Yes. See, you do remember. Wait. So I do remember. <laughs> yes. I was like, you don't just make that up. Did someone's shoe get stuck? I don't know. Well, it was like spring I was and like, like the mud was super wet and muddy, and I don't know who was crossing. I think I made it across. Your shoe got like Sierra's shoe got stuck. Yeah. And because there was this log that was like kind of up high, but like not super high or dangerous. But then we were trying to get like across the log. And then it was a whole mud area up to where, like, the park area was. Because this was, like, woods off of a park. Mm-hmm. And I made it across, and I was kind of like, yikes. Like, that was... It was, like, quicksand almost. Like, it wasn't, but, like, you sunk in as soon as you took a step. And, like, then the mud, like, suction cups your feet. And so it was just difficult. And then I don't know why. Maybe you're already going after me. I don't, I don't know. know. But Sierra went, and her shoe got stuck. And so... It and was then my shoe came deal. off, and then I had to, like, reach back down to the mud to get it. And then, like, Megan had gone uphill so like she didn't go back across the log but I think I did go back across the log and I was like my feet were all muddy I thought like I was gonna get in trouble for some reason I think we weren't technically supposed to be in the woods and that was why we were concerned because like we weren't supposed to like be in the woods because they're dangerous I still so we remember it was my black sketchers with like the pink 
uh, on like the outside, and then we went home and we washed them off outside. And I feel like our mom probably was like, "Why are your shoes outside?" But yeah, that was pretty much like the Castle Park story. I remember just like thinking we were gonna get in so much trouble for that, and I don't even know why. That's okay, funny. My... that is like, that is like, Ellie will like, little kids will never experience that now because all they do is play <laughs> right? iPads. No one goes so to place in the woods anymore. <laughs> okay, <my laughs> no one's probably allowed to. Probably. Yeah. Like, would I let my kids go play in the woods? I don't know. Right? Like, how old like, were on we? our own. Like, I don't know if I would do that. And I'm, like, the one saying, like, oh, they're never going to do that. But then I'm, like, thinking of me as a parent. I'm, like, well, would I let my kids go do that? I don't yeah. know. Well, because we were, like, max third grade before we moved. And so, like, how old are you in third grade? Like, eight? I was, like, I can't imagine, like, oh letting my, my eight-year-old. Right? Okay, times were, like, actually really different back then, though. Like, like honestly it was like safe like back then like it wasn't like we didn't have bad parents like everyone did that Mm -hmm. I'm just like it's so crazy to think back because like I know like when I was eight I was like this is totally fine like I feel good I feel safe you know I feel aware of my surroundings but Mm -hmm. like thinking to eight-year-olds like now I'm just like I would not let an eight-year-old do that yeah Mm -hmm. no okay my last memory that I have is just me and Maggie but it was when we almost drowned on the jet ski Oh my gosh, this is not even, like, childhood, this was, like... <laughs> I know, it was later. Teen, but that is, like, yeah, that was scary. So what was happening was, me and Maggie were on the jet ski, and I was the one driving, and in hindsight, I should have, like, done something different, but... So what was happening was, there was, like, a small, um, part in the lake where I was trying to drive through, and two boats were coming in the opposite direction, and I was in the middle of them, and they weren't going super slow, which would have been more helpful for me. But then they made this perfect, like, vortex of water to just, like, make a wave. And I should have, you know, having hindsight, I should have sped up. But to me, like, back then, like, that was the scariest thing I could have done. Why would I have sped up over water? But that's how you actually make it over without going under. So what happened instead was water just sunk, like, it literally was up to my neck. Like, that's, it was so scary. It felt like I was, like, I had a ja- life jacket on, but I was, like, I'm sinking. And the whole jet ski, I was, like, is it going to come back up? This all happened in, like, a split second. And the jet ski, like, did, like, pop back up. But I was just, like, oh, my God. What is no, happening? No, it literally was so far under. Like, Megan's, I'm pretty sure, arms were, like, extended. <laughs> Weren't you still holding on yeah. to it? Like, I still had, it was like, so yeah, scary. Was and so after that, we were, like, time to go home. <laughs> Yeah, and then we were, like, almost in tears, I feel like. That was actually just like, really <laughs> Well, I was just, like, now, like, I didn't like going back to, like, that part of the lake anyways, and so now I'm also just, like, don't love going back to that part of the lake because I don't want to have to, like, worry about getting in and out of that area. <laughs> <laughs> Drowning? Yeah. So, any other memories or childhood stories before we move I on to the... I just have one about JDRF. Oh, oh my, my god. You keep bringing up the good ones. <laughs> Should I tell the story? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so one time Haley was babysitting us because Haley is a little bit older than us. Megan's here's older sister, if you don't know. And w- literally, I don't know why this popped into our brains, right? but we were like, why did this happen? I swear what let's happened? Let's go. Hold on, pause. I think that our mom had literally just told us about how, like, her work had just, like, been working with JDRF, which if you don't know what JDRF is, it's, like, for Juvenile Diabetes. It's Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, I think. So it's, like, just raising money for research. 
And so, Maggie, continue. <laughs> and, and so, we were like, let's raise money for it. Let's go through Megan and Sarah's neighborhood, knocking on doors, asking for money for this, like, cause, for JDRF. And, and we knew nothing we did about it, it. And people gave us money. Yeah. And then and then came back home and was just <laughs> like, okay, oh my God. I guess I will find a way to do to donate this money, but please do not do that again. Yeah, we were like, we got in trouble. We were, yeah. My mom was like, do not do that. And then I told my dad about it, or your mom told my dad, and he was like, why would you do that? That's so dumb. <laughs> I think, like, what weird stuff we would do. Like, why did we do that? I, I mean, probably, I like, so we many just memories, showed people's doors, and literally we're just like, can we have money for JDRF? And they're probably like, you know, logically you think you'd be able to ask about an organization. What's it for? And like, I know we could not answer any of those questions. So it's just like. Yeah, they just gave us money. <laughs> I don't know how much we got. I don't think it was a lot, but. I don't think it was a lot either. Hopefully our um, money went to good use. Yeah. <laughs> good research. It was a good effort on our part. Yeah. Hearts <laughs> were in the right place. Okay, this next segment is going to be our Reddit <clears throat> segment. And so I asked Maggie, I was like, do you want to do um, Am I the A-hole or do you want to do Unpopular Opinions? And she said that we could pick. So I picked Unpopular Opinions. So we have three picked out, and you can give your opinion, but like we'll obviously like give ours kind of after you give yours just so the people aren't left wondering. So first one is someone can disagree with your version of events and it's not gaslighting. I feel like I say this all the time in a different Reddit than not sure what it is. Literally every day. And it's like, gaslighting is bad to make you doubt your own sanity. But people make it seem like if someone suggests you could be wrong, uh, they're gaslighting. Different people have different valid perspectives on the same thing. I'm so confused. So they're saying, like, people... What? The short thing, I think, is, like, you can disagree with someone without that being gaslighting. Or, like, your version of events can be different. I think that's true. Okay. I feel like with good like, enough communication, there should be clarity amongst both individuals. Like, as far as, like, a timeline or, like, what actually happened, like, there's only one correct answer there. Yeah. How as you far interpret as, yeah. that that's what I was gonna say. is, you know, up to your own interpretation. But I feel like gaslighting oh. is when, like, there's specific, like, you're saying something happened or this is my timeline, and if that doesn't match up, I'd be like, well, it has yeah. to match up. I was going to say, I feel like, to me, when I think of gaslighting, I think of someone, like, I'm, like, telling you, like, you know, you did this, and you did this, and the person's like, I did not do that, and then I'm like, yes, you did, whereas if someone's saying, like, you know, okay, like, I did that, but, like, I did it because of this, or, like, for a different reason, like, they interpret it differently, then I feel like that's not gaslighting. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But I feel like that's kind of a tricky topic because, like, the whole point of gaslighting is to be like, you're gaslighting me yeah. <laughs> like, right now. And if you're like, no, I'm not, then it's, like, interesting uh, discussion. Okay. This one's just more of a simple one. Making your bed is highly overrated and a complete waste of time. I never got the point of this. If no one is going to see it, it's a waste of time and serves no purpose. And for the record, I am a neat person otherwise. Um. Well, see, I used to argue with my my. Okay both my parents but mostly my mom because she makes her bed every morning about this and they would always she'd always say make your bed but I just think it was just like stupid and like I'm going to lay in this bed in less than 20 hours and go back to bed and ruin it so why do I need to make it 
but my roommates at college make their beds, so I feel like I should make my bed. I'm still <laughs> so bad about it. I don't do it that often, but every time I make it, I, like, feel better. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> like, my room feels cleaner, and then at night, I get a better sleep because I'm not, like, fighting with my covers. <laughs> but I think it's unnecessary, but I enjoy it. <laughs> All right. I also fall into the camp of not being someone, like, I'm not a bed maker. I do make my bed sometimes, or if I'm cleaning my room, and, like, I make it more now than I did when I was younger, but, like, I'm also kind of just, like, what's the point? Or sometimes, like, sometimes if I have to study for a long time, I'm, like, let me study in my bed, and I'd like to do so under my comforter, (laughs) and therefore, I could make it, but then in the middle of the day, it might get unmade again. And then, also, um, where am I going with this? I lost my train of thought. Okay, well, I'll continue. Um, I feel like just in the past, like, couple weeks since I redid my room, I've been, like, more inclined to make my bed just because, like, I'm like, my room looks so nice, like, when it's all put together. Um, and I feel like also it depends on how nicely you sleep, if that makes sense. If you're someone who sleeps and, like, gets the covers all messed up, it's, like, harder to make your bed. Whereas or if it's against a wall. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. like, if you wake up and, like, you just have to, like, fold it back over, then, like, that's easy to make your bed. And you can do that every morning. So, when I find up, like, when I wake up and I find that, like, my bedding is mostly in place, I'll be like, ah, just flip that over, bed is made, pillows are in place, easy peasy. And I feel like when I start doing that, then, like, it also encourages me to, like, pick up, like, the other small things in my room where it's like, okay, I made a bed, you know, maybe I have a shirt laying on the floor from the night before and, like, I'll put that away or, like, put it in the laundry basket. So, it's good if you, like, want to, like, you know, stand on top of your cleaning because then you kind of look around and you're like, what else do I have? It's funny because our dad always made me, Sierra, and Haley, like, make our beds, like, it was just, like, a requirement. If you didn't make your bed, like, you had to go back upstairs, and he'd tell you, like, you didn't make your bed, and so we always, like, he ingrained it in us at his house to make our beds, otherwise it would be, like, we would be annoyed later, and then, um, at our mom's house, though, like, there's no rules about making your bed, like, she didn't care, I didn't make, like, I don't make my bed at her house, (laughs) and so I remember telling our dad that once, and he, like, was shocked. He was appalled that, like, we could create such a good routine at his house and have no problem making our bed there. And it was just not something we did every day. Like, he thought we made our beds every single day. No problem. <laughs> but no. It's kind of funny. I okay. you think it would have been a habit, though, because yeah. during quarantine, like, we made our bed, like, freaking every day for months. And then I come here, and I'm like, no. <laughs> um, can't you build a habit in 14 days? I think it's 21. Oh. Okay, this last one's a little bit more interesting, I think. Uh, The trend of sharing doorbell footage that shows embarrassing clips of postal workers, couriers, pizza delivery people, etc. is disgusting. To be clear, I'm not talking about exposing people doing something objectively bad, but people making mistakes and struggling. Uh, They're just trying to do their job. And then it's longer, but I feel like that's all we need to uh, discuss. I feel like I've been seeing this a lot on TikTok of grocery, or not grocery workers, just like food delivery people especially, and I might have seen this on the news or something where there's like a Domino's guy who like the pizza was like falling do you guys not see this I don't even know where I saw no. it like the pizza was like I falling and then I think he like opened the box to like put it back and like center it but it like hadn't fallen out of the box I didn't watch the video so it was just like a text article describing it and people were like discussing like should he have just like not touched it and like let it be messed up like he should have taken the box shake it a little, little bit <laughs> But uh, I don't like that he touched their pizza. That's kind of disgusting. Yeah. In the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, what's your take? 
Um, why do I see footage? My voice is also gone, but I haven't really seen anyone like any delivery people. I feel like they were talking about them like falling or like doing something like embarrassing almost, right? Yeah. Like that's what I'm getting from it. I feel like I haven't seen anybody share those videos. I've seen like people share themselves like falling on the ice, but like I don't feel like I've seen delivery people doing that. But I do feel like that is kind of messed up. Like, if I fell, I wouldn't want it to go viral. Yeah, I agree. I feel like, honestly, there have probably been plenty of times where I've been on TikTok and, like, seen, like, a delivery person, and I'm like, oh, like, that's funny. But then, like, you don't think of, like, what if that person, like, was embarrassed that they went viral for, like, doing something. Um, I do think it would probably be fine if, like, you know how people will do, like, funny food delivery instructions? They'll be like, yell as loud as you can to, like, instead of ringing the doorbell. Mm -hmm. I've seen that before. And I feel like that's funny and fine. But, like, if someone was, like, delivering your food and, like, slipped and fell, like, that'd be kind of sad and embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or I feel like the good things that they do, you know how, like, some people will, like, Yeah, I see more good, of those like, than embarrassing stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's, like, fine to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. That concludes the Reddit segment of the podcast. So, It was honestly hard thing- to find good ones, so it was a good thing we weren't doing a whole episode about that. Yeah, that's why we have the segments. Okay, now we want to talk about some behind the scenes of a mood. People had just wanted to kind of know more about you starting it and how you're trying to grow it and just kind of like the behind the scenes stuff of doing that. So when did you start a mood? And also you could say what it is for people who might not know. Um, well, a mood is like my clothing brand thing that I launched kind of. People call it, like, my merch, but, like, I don't want it to be my merch, so, like, it's not my merch, but that's pretty much what it is. (laughs) Um, But it's, yeah, I don't really know. It's just my clothing brand. Right now we're just doing sweatshirts, hopefully expanding. Um, I started it in, when, September of 2020, November? We were still at our dad's house when we ordered it, so it would have been, I think maybe end of summer unless I was just at his house for a weekend yeah um yeah I feel like I should know this day but you know (laughs) I don't um quite know how long before you actually launched did you have to like I know the idea was in your head for a long time but like when you actually started like okay I'm gonna actually get ready for a launch date how long did that take um I feel like two months well my dad like told me like everyone calls you a mood in the comments of your youtube videos and he's like you should do something with that like a mood and i was just like okay that's kind of weird like no (laughs) and then i kept seeing like a mood everywhere and then my brother my brother is older he's 31 i think and so well one of my brothers so he's old and he facetimed me one day and it was me and my dad at our lake house and we were on facetime for like two hours and he was just like you need to like do something like make something do something besides youtube like you have like so many followers who would support you like do what you want and i was like and he knows i've always wanted to like own my own business and stuff and so he was like don't wait like just do it so then that night me and my dad did a whole bunch of research and so from that night until launch day i feel like it was two to three months what kind of like legal stuff behind the scenes do you have to do like is it a lot or is it just like a couple things um we have 
it's like not that much but it takes a while so we have like to get trademarked and you have to set up like a company so i set up an llc uh you have to sign a whole bunch of things if there's more than one person working for you you have to like give them like shares of your company kind of not shares but like give them like parts it's like is it you just have to do a lot of (laughs) i don't know no 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 i'm just like guessing for shark tank but you i just like met with an attorney and he kind of went over all of that but it takes a long time to get all the documents and you have to get like your sales tax permit and all this stuff and like permit to sell and all of these numbers and it's so confusing but like i still haven't even been approved for my trademark yet so dang that takes a while then yeah so can you like walk us through like when the company set up or i don't know if you started ordering samples and stuff before that like how do you say you know this is the place i want to do like the sweatshirt stuff through or you know you did the embroidery stuff for your first launch and then screen printing, I think, is probably what it's called for the sweatshirt that Megan's actually wearing right now because she's wearing one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, oh, how do you I can notice? How many like renditions does it take? And then, like, how do you decide which companies to work with? Um, so I'm actually lucky because one of my good friends, she's like a cheer sister. Like her little sister does cheer, and I, her little sister and me, kind of like bonded at cheer. And her older sister, they kind of just call me their sister. It's confusing, but her older sister is pretty much like, my brother's age, so, like, 30, and she owns, like, her own, like, apparel company, and she does, like, vinyl work and stuff like that, and so I kind of just, like, asked her, and I just, like, go to her for everything, so when I, I wanted to keep everything, like, local, so I, like, knew everything was, like, being made ethical, Mm -hmm. ethically, and just, I think it's just easier for me right now at the point I'm at to just make my prices a little higher and, know where it's coming from who's doing it and just like kind of being more hands-on than just getting it shipped to me and like being Mm -hmm. like okay yes or no so she recommended me someone who does embroidery we like looked at sample like looked at a few sweatshirts but we wanted size and stuff of the font and then she sent me it so I got two made and I was gonna take pictures and then I got it and I was like this font is a little bit bigger than I want And I kind of got discouraged because that's how I am. I get discouraged and I put stuff away for a while. And (laughs) then I remember I wore um, that sweatshirt in a video before you even launched, right? And you like weren't kind of like you kind of were at a standstill with it. You were like, I don't know. There was no like set launch date at that time. Yeah. And so And then people in the comments a few months later. Where's her sweatshirt from? Yeah, that that uh video is like what kind of pushed me to actually like launch a mood because I think it was Sierra or maybe it was Megan I don't know someone was like Maggie everyone's commenting about your sweatshirt in the comments asking where it's from and then I like went back and looked at it and I was like I actually like this like the font size I like the sweatshirt so I'm just gonna go for it and like a few days before that someone like uh tweeted something or like I follow all these like business accounts on my uh a mood TikTok and she was just like nothing you're gonna ever launch is gonna be perfect right away so just like launch it without like hesitation because like something is always you're gonna always want something to be like a little bit better you know what I mean yeah so I was just like I'm just gonna launch it see how it does and then I did pretty good so what's your do you have like a specific design process do things come to you or do you have to like sit down and say like 
what do I want my next piece to be? Uh, no, like, everything's just kind of came to me. Um, it's just, a lot of it's just hard finding the sweatshirt you want it on. I usually just think of, like, the concept I want, or, like, I get, insp- like, I'll see a sweatshirt, and I'm like, oh, that's cute, I, I want to do this with it, though. So I actually have, like, seven designs that I want to make. It's just the point of being, like, what design for, like, what timing, what mm-hmm, sweatshirt yeah. do I want, and stuff like that, or what like yeah what sweatshirt I want or do I want it on a crew neck or stuff like that yeah I remember after like your black a mood like original sweatshirt I was like okay like you know it just says a mood like got it and I was like but like how are you going to like keep doing this like a mood on a sweatshirt like I was like how many times can you do that so then when you showed us like your second design I was like oh she did something new uh so Mm. you want to like describe like the second sweatshirt design and kind of like your idea of like how you wanted to make that different than the first one um, yeah, I, well, so the first one was just a black sweatshirt that said a mood and it was embroidered. And so the next one, I didn't want it to be embroidered and I wanted it to be colorful because everyone was asking for colors. So I found colors I wanted and then I was like thinking about what I wanted. And then I was like, I always wear my hood up, like randomly, I'll, I'll just put my hood up. My dad always used to make fun of me for it in high school. And I was like, that's like being in a mood. And so then I was like, oh my gosh, we should just, like, you flip your head up, and then it says, in a mood, and I got that idea because I, like, was thinking about my hood being up and stuff like that, and then I was scrolling on Instagram, and I saw a bar stool sweatshirt, I think, and, like, at the top, it had, like, the bar stool logo, just, like, because that's where they put their logo, I think it's bar stool, it's one of them, and I was, like, that didn't, like, I could put in a mood there, not being my logo, but just when they put the hood up, it's, like, I'm in a mood, like, don't talk to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, I that's how so I got clever. that idea. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so do you have any, like, thing, like, how often do you work on a mood, like, on, is it a daily basis, more of a or, weekly like, basis? Hard also is that, like, to balance with school right now? Um, I mean, honestly, during school, it's kind of, like, on the back burner. I uh, I, I just, like, I get so overwhelmed with school and everything at school that, like, I just, like, when I have free time, I'm just, like, I just want to sit here and do nothing. Mm -hmm. But I, it's kind of, like, I don't work on it, like, a certain amount of time or, like, put a certain amount of, like, effort toward, or put a certain amount of, like, scheduled times, blocks out for it. I just usually am, like, always texting my, the people who make it, asking them questions, or, like, it's always on the back of my mind, but... I don't really, I don't really have to work on it that much, unless, like, I'm getting a lot of orders, then I do pack all the orders myself, so that's usually what the bulk of it is, Mm -hmm. and then, like, during, like, launch week is when I, like, actually have to work on it a lot, because I'll have to, like, build the website, make it sure everything's fine, but besides just, I, designing stuff, it's not that much, like, back work, unless I were to be posting on Instagram, but right now I'm not (laughs) it's hard to post on Instagram well it's just hard too because like during launch week you'll like post like all of your content pretty much Mm -hmm. so and we're in a pandemic so I can't really get a lot of people together to I feel that girl get a lot so could you like walk us through like you know whenever the next launch is like um either a how you might be like expanding a mood or like 
B, if you have like, like designs you want to incorporate, how do you then like say, okay, we're starting from square one and we're going to work to launch day. Like what is the process of doing that? Okay, well, I can just talk about our next launch because I'm in the process of starting it right now. Um, I kind of come up with my concept in my head. I have a lot of concepts in my head or like written down somewhere. So I just kind of look at that and I say, what one do I want to run with? What one do I want to make? into an actual sweatshirt and so I'll pick that and then I for this one because it's more of a intricate design I have to find the font that I want because that's just easier for the lady who does it to just be able to download the font and have it be exactly like I want instead of sending me a whole bunch of different ones and then I make up make like a mock-up of it on my computer or my ipad and i send it to her and see if she's able to do it which she usually is she can do pretty much anything with it (laughs) but then i get on the website where she orders sweatshirts from because she is just nice and gave me her login so i can look for myself and i find the colors i want the brands i want order samples pick out what one i want to go with what one i want to use and then hopefully the sample I get printed on I've been getting like so for the sweatshirts I just got I get like one sample and then I get like one size so like I can show sizes better or like get more than one size so then we'll order more of the samples to print on and then while I'm taking pictures and like getting content for it in for the sweatshirt launch we order more sweatshirts based on how much the previous launch sold and then we start making those while the launch is going so then when launch day comes I start shipping them out and then yeah that's pretty much it how did you because you have like your packaging kind of figured out how did you get inspo for like where to do that maybe it's not that complicated but you have these like little cards that you put in with your packages did you just design that yourself and then find like cardstock or like a printing company to get that through or what's how did you do that um I had my friend design it because I was trying to design it and then I gave up because I'm not that skilled on photoshop like they like he is so I had him design it and then it's there's like a whole bunch of companies that you can print through and I just went with the one that was they had glossy I don't even know what one I went with I ordered so many I haven't had to order anymore but just found that and then poly mailers which are like the bags I ship in I just decided I wanted to do pink and black for them and I ordered them off of Amazon all right so then I have another question like related to launch stuff because I know you said you started ordering stuff before launch day so is it like on launch day you have what you have and that's it or if you like have people place orders for like more sizes than you have then you order more has that not been an issue um for the first launch i did like a pre-order thing so like oh yeah people could pre-order so you can there's like not limited stock but it takes a little bit longer to get your sweatshirt but for this launch i just ordered more than i expect like more than i thought so they lasted for a while and when the size is gone the size is gone Um, We might, like, re, like, get them back in stock eventually, but, like, for now, it's just gone. 
Yeah, it's like a launch by a launch kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about, like, is your next launch going to be sweatshirts still, or do you know anything about expanding? I don't know how much you want to <laughs> share or not, so. Um, well, my next launch as of right now is going to be another sweatshirt because I'm kind of in the dilemma of, um finding another Instagram that is doing the same exact thing as a mood. Uh, So what my next steps were, I don't really know how I'm going to go about that, but um, right now it's a sweatshirt, but we do have crewnecks hopefully coming soon. Very exciting. Well, I uh, will gladly await when you send us design updates. (laughs) Yeah. You look forward to it. Okay. Anything else do you have? For just if you want to share about a mood or does you have any other questions here? I don't have any other questions, but if you feel like, oh, I want to like talk about like this part of owning a business or anything, let us know. Hmm. I will say it's a lot of stress. So if you're going to do it, be prepared for the stress. <laughs> and it's a lot of learning. I feel like I a lot a of people ask me like, what? Um. So you're in college right now and you're, this next year is going to be your senior year. Have you thought at all about uh, what you want to do after college in terms of getting a normal job? Do you want to see where this takes you? Do you think, I don't know, I just wonder if you've thought about that. Um, yeah, I think about that all the time and have a midlife crisis about every single day about it. Um, <laughs> I figured. I'll, I'll probably get a normal job, but eventually I would like to just do a mood if I... I'm still liking it by the time, like, you know, I feel like just see where it takes us. If I hate it, like, if I'm (laughs) too overwhelmed by it, then I won't do it. But if I, that's, like, my goal. My goal is to just, like, own a business. Mm -hmm. Well, I do own a business, but my goal is to own a (laughs) big business. Yeah, I mean, the good news is, like, with your company, like, it could pretty much, like, spread in any direction you want. Like, the name is just kind of, like, it captures you know, your brand, and so it could be whatever you want it to be in the future. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. If you want more information on Amood, what's the Instagram? Um, Shop Amood, I believe. (laughs) I think you're Shop Amood, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. At Shop Amood. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Okay, so this last segment, again, this is a pretty short segment, but this is just someone was asking if we could do um a short segment where it would be like uh questions that guys have for girls and me and Sierra did like I believe a whole podcast episode on this so I just found I only have three because that was really all I could find but I want to hear your thoughts especially because it's like I picked stuff where I was like I feel like me and Sierra have like a thought but of course we want to hear what you have to say first and then we'll jump in so okay the first question is do you have like a first thing that you notice about a guy yeah his personality (laughs) okay that's an answer i respect like if he's rude or if he's like nice because i feel like a lot of times because this is a pretty common question in any sort of like video that does this and i always get taken aback by the amount of people that say like eyes smile stuff like that because like when you're meeting a person for the first time, maybe it's just me, but, like, I'm not paying attention to, like, individually, like, eyes, smile, 
And so Sierra, when I was asking her this when we were planning, she was, I mean, you could see her. I was like, his aura. I'm just like, if I meet someone new, I'm just like, what is the vibe they give off? So I feel like that kind of goes off with, like, personality. Yeah. Okay. The next question is, um, what are your thoughts on first date, like, splitting the bill, you paying, him paying, stuff like that? Do you have, like, a preferred What do you and Sam do? I mean, it's not really a first date because you've been dating for a while, Um, but... Well, I feel like on first dates, I just feel like I would expect the... Oh, I just smacked my wall. (laughs) I would expect the boy to pay. I don't know why, but also, like, I just feel like that's the gentleman thing to do. I don't know if that's just, like, me being, like, sexist, but, like, I just feel like that is, (laughs) like, what I picture. Yeah. Like, when I, like, if I have a boy, like, that's what I would say, like, you pay on the first date, you know? Yeah. But, um, me and Sam have been dating for almost three years in May, and I always pay. (laughs) 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 Uh, but he would pay, he would pay, but I feel like it's really different for me and Sam because we're both in college, and I, I pay for a third of my college Sam pays for all of his college now. His parents paid for, like, the first two years. I don't know if I should be saying that, but whatever. I'll say it. Who cares? But, so, he's, like, on his own financially now, and I still have help, and also I have been lucky enough to have, like, a good-paying job that I, like, have money to, like, spend on food for him like I just feel bad being like oh you pay for my food while like you have to pay for your college and like don't have like enough money to pay for your own college but like pay for my food you know what I mean like yeah I feel like I have the same mentality of like it just kind of makes sense it's like not me it's like it just makes sense it's not that he does like he wouldn't pay or that I think it's like I should be paying it's just like that's what makes sense for our relationship yeah but our relationship's different I know but I do think a boy I do think a boy should not always pay I I agree with that my mentality has always been whoever asks you on the first date or whoever asks someone on a date like if it was like your first date should be the one that pays most often that's going to be like the guy asking the girl so then I'm like okay so you should therefore be paying on the first date. I think a girl should always ask or offer to pay on the first date. And then mm-hmm. I feel like after that, it really kind of becomes like, you find what works best, but I feel like I would like to have like kind of split paying. Like yeah. there's some guys that are like super insistent on, I'm only going to pay and like no one else is going to mm-hmm. pay, just me. And I don't like that. I don't but like then would that. you fight that? <laughs> I wouldn't yes. fight it, but it would just, like, annoy me, where I'd be like, I well, don't like that. <laughs> one time, I don't know when this was. I think it was honestly, like, the first time me and Sam went out to dinner, because, like, we never had, like, a first date. Like, we were, like, our first date was prom, pretty much. Like, we were mm-hmm. in the same friend group. That's how we, like, started talking. But one time we went to, like, this restaurant, and I knew he was going to try and pay. And I feel like it was, like, a nicer restaurant, so I knew the bill was going to be, like, more than, like, 30 bucks, like... And I remember I went to the bathroom and I handed our waiter my debit card. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I did not want him to pay. I get so weird about that. I don't let anyone pay for me, but unless it's my dad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dad. (laughs) But, yeah. 
So if you don't want them to pay, you can find your way around it. <laughs> Venmo them. Are they going to really Venmo you back 30 times? <laughs> True. Are they really going to deny your... Actually, doesn't it just, like, if you pay, they pay? Yeah, it pays. Yeah. Okay. All right. My last one is, why do girls say I'm fine if they aren't? Oh, that's a good question. Because I feel like I have my answer worked through, but I don't know about all girls, so... Um, I feel like, yeah, I don't know about all girls. I feel like whenever I, I have gotten so much better about this because Sam would tell me I was being dumb for doing that. <laughs> but I feel like when, like, I say, like, when I'd be like, I'm fine, it's because, like, I don't want to, like, I usually feel like I'm, like, mad about something that, like, I don't need to be mad about. And, like, I don't want to be, like, a burden almost. Yeah. Which is kind of messed up because, like, if you're mad, you're mad. Like, whatever. <laughs> or, like... You just, like, are kind of just, like, tired of it and don't want to talk about it anymore. Anything, Sierra? I'm just, like, I feel like I can't relate to this, obviously, like, in a relationship sense. But in general, just, like, you know, I can be mad and people are, like, what's wrong? And I'm, like, nothing. I feel like it can be either it's, like, something that, like, I don't want to bring up to other people. So I'm just, like, I don't want to tell you, like, why I'm mad. And so, like, then nothing is wrong or I'm fine. Otherwise, I'm, like trying to think of like if I'm mad at someone like I'm bad at like telling people like oh I'm like mad at you for this this and this reason so like when they ask I'm like nothing like you're perfect (laughs) we're good (laughs) even the person she knows that like I'm mad at them but I feel like for me it could be like one of two things of like I feel like most often I like to just like think about a situation a lot before like deciding what to say or what my course of action is going to be so like in the meantime I don't know if I would say, like, I'm fine, but I would be, like, just stop. Like, we will resume, we'll revisit this once I can think through stuff. Or I feel like if not that, I, like, for some reason, like, if I'm angry at something or, like, in an argument with someone, like, I could get, like, pretty emotional. So if I just want to, like, if I just want to avoid having to, like, unnecessarily get worked up because, like, that's what happens to me, I could just, like, it could be, like, the dumbest thing and just, like, I'll just start crying. Waterfalls. <laughs> and so if I'm like, I don't yeah. want to put myself through that, like, don't worry about it. So, yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. those are two situations where that just is how it works for me. Yeah. Okay. That was I all agree. I had. I feel like also, just touching on that, though, in relationships, I feel like some girls just use, like, the I'm fine as just, like, trying to be petty. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? They're just like, I'm fine. Like, ask me what's wrong again. Like, purposely doing that because they want to see how hard, like, the boyfriend pushes to, like, actually figure out what's wrong. Yeah, that's so unhealthy. Don't do that. (laughs) All right, well, that's all we have planned for this uh, episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. I hope Maggie enjoyed being a guest. Yes, thank you for having me. It's (laughs) so fun. Um, If you guys want us to have more guests on, then you could let us know who you'd want us to bring on. We are planning on doing an episode with our mom coming up so be on the lookout for that don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe give us a rating mm-hmm. on itunes or apple podcasts if you want to follow maggie she has a youtube channel and an instagram i'm guessing that's what you want me to promote maybe your tiktok sure you can just promote yeah, yourself anything just maggie atchison on any social media is how you'll find me <laughs> <laughs> all right well we will talk to you guys next thursday bye bye, bye.